Welcome to the Money Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Torres. This episode is brought to you by Crowdsourced Books. Crowdsourced Books provides you with all the resources you need to become a successful author. You can find out more by visiting crowdsourcedbooks.com. All right, now let's jump into the episode. I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on entrepreneurs, business owners, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. Uh, Really excited to have Chelsea Clark on the line today. Uh, She's the owner of Guitars and Coffee and Caffeine. Excuse me, I'm thinking coffee. Um, It's a guitar guitar repair company educating through online tutorials and publications. Uh, Welcome to the show, Chelsea. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. Oh, man, I love that name, Guitars and Caffeine. You first, just tell me that story. Who, who came up with that? Come on. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I, when I was working um, for Gibson's Restoration Shop, uh, we would start at, at 6.30 a.m. And uh, as you can imagine, I was repairing and, and restoring uh, valuable instruments. And um, so in order to wake up, I would drink a lot of coffee. And and so I just, you know, my days became full of guitars and caffeine. And one day it just clicked that that needed to be, if I ever had a website or a company, that that needed to be what it was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Okay. Well, let, so, yeah. Let's get into your background as an entrepreneur. So where, where did that entrepreneurial gene start? Um. You know, I think that the entrepreneur bug did not bite me until a little bit later on. Um, I would say maybe about five or six years ago. Um, I got pulled into, so I'd, I've been repairing guitars for 15 years. And um, I just kind of worked in other shops and for other people up until that point. And I got pulled into um, a, a music store that their repair business was in kind of dire need for somebody to step up and take the reins. And this was in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm. And so I didn't, I didn't know anything about business. I didn't know anything about how money works or customer service. I think I had poured coffee at a coffee shop when I was in high school, <laughs> but up until that point, um, you know, uh, handing people a, a check or an invoice, that was all new to me. Uh, so that was kind of the first time that I got introduced to being an entrepreneur and what it means to be responsible for my own money and my own income, as well as other people's money. Um, and and then it just kind of grew from there. Um, a couple years later, I got offered kind of the same type of gig to help rebuild uh, a repair business in a music store that was uh, reshaping its uh, business goals. And then, um, yeah, and then a couple years later, um, I started my own business called Guitars and Caffeine, which there was a huge learning curve. Because I realized then it's much different um, to play with numbers on paper, <laughs> but when they're your own numbers, 
and you are the only one that that is the excuse, um, there's a lot more ownership in that. So let's talk a little bit more about that. So how did you overcome that barrier? I mean, there's a lot of people listening to this right now yeah. that are thinking, well, hey, I don't know how to run a business or I don't know how, you know, how, I mean, how did sure. you get over that hump? I read so much. <laughs> Every morning um, I would read for an hour or two. Uh, and I, the books that I read ranged from um, how to manage personal finances to um, how artists can sell their artwork. And then everything in between was kind of more directed towards guitar repair or uh, owning a business. But I really had to dial in, and and I knew I had to dial in on my view of money and how I thought it worked and how it actually worked. And also understanding how to sell. Um, and, and not just sell used cars, but to actually sell something that I care about. Something that, that means a lot to me. And, and how to integrate those feelings into the pitch. Which is, is really the biggest drive to um, defining my why. Right? Every, every time we talk about business and, and talk about business plans uh, and starting a business or even kind of regrouping, you always need that why. Why are you doing what you're doing? What is making, what would make your business important to somebody outside of you? And so you need that why. Um, and and uh, learning more, for me, it was learning more about how an artist, how a painter approaches that why that helps me out the most. Um, and how to present that to others. You know, I, I figured that if if a painter could put their soul on a picture and then turn around and sell it, <laughs> that they probably have some sort of, you know, insight to share. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one thing that you brought up, too, that I'd like to kind mm-hmm. of focus in on a little bit more, because I talk to yeah. a lot of people, and, and it's kind of interesting to me for people to, like, in this information age we're in, whatever the cliche is, YouTube, all these other things, like, it's so easy to get information. So yeah. something like for somebody to say that they don't have knowledge of accounting or they're not good with numbers or they're not good with sales or they're not good with anything is pretty ridiculous at this point. If you can dedicate an hour a day um, I was just, before we got on the line, I was just uh, confessing to Chelsea that I that one of my guilty pleasures and goals in life before I leave this earth is that I want to learn how to play the guitar and that I've tried three <laughs> times now in my life, three times in my life, different points in my life, I've tried um, to, and I've picked up the guitar and it takes one out, not to be on stage or a master or recording, <laughs> just to be able to play. If I were to yeah. just say, okay, one hour a day, and if I did that for even one year, I would be tremendous. I'd be I'd be way better than I would be that first day that I tried. And so let's yeah. say that you now do that hour a day on year 10. On year 10, committing that hour a day, and you're probably going to be pretty good at playing the guitar. Not You may not be on stage and, you know, recording a rock album, but you're going to be better than your everyday novice. That's for sure. So the same thing goes for business. 
Um, and Absolutely. Chelsea, and this isn't my opinion. This is this is proof positive. Chelsea's in the line telling you she didn't know how to start a business. She never dealt with paying somebody. She didn't know how to necessarily deal with money on the in the business world and how it actually works and what she do one hour a day reading. Come on. Um, really appreciate all of that, Chelsea, because I say it, but sometimes I don't think people believe me. They have to hear you say it or someone else say it. Uh, yeah. uh, it's okay. I'm all right with it. That's why I'm doing this show. I want to spread that great message. Um, let's talk a little bit more about your about your actual business now. Um, so you told us a little bit about the history of it. You kind of told us your why. Um, now let's talk about the business. What exactly do you do? I restore and repair uh, vintage instruments, uh, mostly guitars. Um, yeah, that's it's. In, right now, I I do it privately. It's I have a waiting list. It's about two years long, um, and I'm taking on one instrument at a time. Um, that that being said, I I am focusing more towards helping others uh, start off in repair and. Uh, providing a little bit more support um, in that respect. Uh, I have a second project going on um, with Grover Jackson Engineering. I'm helping them with their production and doing some of the admin stuff there, which is great because that's a guitar manufacturing company. Mm. Um, so I, it's kind of funny. With my business, if you were to ask me about six months ago, I would say that, you know, I have a client list, it's it's a private shop, um, and every day I'm at the bench working on amazing priceless instruments. Wow. Um, and now that's, that's shifted a little bit because I'm helping support another business, um, but it's, it's shifted in a good way because I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm focused more with publications and education now with Guitars and Caffeine. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Um, well, hey, uh, we're, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Where can people find you? Where can they? Obviously, if you have a guitar that needs to be fixed, you're going to be waiting a little while. <laughs> yeah, but, right, but, right. Uh, obviously, Chelsea's <laughs> worth it, or else you wouldn't have a two-year waiting list. Um, where can people find you, though? Guitarsandcaffeine.com. And you can also find me on Instagram, at guitarsandcaffeine. And then uh, Grover Jackson Engineering is at Grover Jackson Engineering. So, yeah, come in and take a look and, and get outside of your everyday life because I know that not everybody is <laughs> totally immersed in the guitar repair industry like I am. So, Hey, got it, Chelsea. Well, hey, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all your tips of insight. So thank you. Thank you.